Welcome to a special presentation of Nebraska Farmcast, a podcast with essential information for essential decisions from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. The Nebraska Extension Farm and Ranch Management Team in the Department of Agricultural Economics is dedicated to providing timely news, analysis, decision tools, and publications for Nebraska agricultural decision makers. Each week, our team brings you essential information for your essential decisions in live webinars covering a diverse array of farm and ranch management topics presented by experts from the university, from across the state, and from around the country. This series of podcasts offers audio from these webinars so you can learn on the go. To find a complete archive of all webinars, register for upcoming sessions, and discover more resources, visit the Farm and Ranch Management website at farm.unl.edu. Welcome to uh, Extension Farm and Ranch Management uh, webinar podcast. Uh, today we're joined by Tom Brink, CEO of Red Angus Association of America, Andrew Dorn, Global Product Manager, our Marketing Manager at Allflex Livestock Intelligence, and myself, Elliot Dennis, Livestock Marketing and Risk Management Specialist for the Department of Ag Econ at, at UNL. Welcome, Tom. Welcome, Andrew. Thanks for, thanks for joining us today. So we just had a, um, a webinar about uh, livestock marketing programs. Maybe you can speak a little bit, Tom, about where you see kind of the industry going, where has it been over the last you know, 20 years throughout your experience, um, and what do you kind of see a little bit of the future for you know, both certified and non-certified livestock programs? Well, we, it is a, it's a great question, Elliot, because we are seeing the industry really transition out of, I mean, if you look over a long period of time, like the last 40 years, we are progressing away from and out of a commodity industry where we really just produce cattle as cattle. They were live and sold on the hoof, and we didn't know that much about them. And gradually, we are moving into a higher information product, specified product production, and that being feeder calves that we know a lot about in terms of their genetics, in terms of their health, in terms of maybe other programs that they qualify for, natural NHTC and a number of others. And we also probably have maybe even some knowledge about their nutritional programs. And so you think about if you go to buy a new pickup, you're gonna want a lot of specific information on the performance attributes that come with that truck, the gas mileage, the, the torque, the pulling capacity and so forth. We have, we have sold cattle with very little of those kinds of performance attributes in terms of the information with them. And now we're moving gradually to an industry and to a marketplace that offers a lot more information with those cattle. And of course the certified programs are driving that bus and really improving the opportunity for people to verify more aspects of their cattle and capture some value added premiums along the way. Thanks, Tom. Andrew, maybe you can talk a little bit about the role of uh, animal health technology and why do we need technology and potentially third party certification to um, verify some of these claims that we as producers uh, believe they have or uh, we believe that they um, they will have in the future. Yeah, it's a, it's a good topic, Elliot, and it's a, it's a long one, but uh, the shortened version is it's, 
as we as we as our population gets further and further away from the farm and knows knows less about uh, what we do on the farm, there's that there's that transparency piece that that they want to know more about and and uh, verification programs can help us uh, to to give that trust to the consumer um, uh, that that involve the metrics around the certain program. And I think things like electronic identification uh, gives gives that verification of a of a good paper trail. I know in the podcast we can't see the uh, the slides, but my slide that showed the the pad of paper, you know, if, uh, Tom, if, if that to to a uh, Walmart and said this here's our here's our list of cattle, and these are they're verified. You know, we we can't do that, right? It's, it's got to be a an electronic uh, electronic form, and, and that that ensures more data integrity. And the verification programs, um, they're intended to to provide that that consumer trust as well, and to make sure that the the animal that that was verified to be natural and sold to be a natural animal is is still in that program. So I think uh, around those pieces, it's it's all about consumer trust and transparency, and and being able to to show people what we do so well. Yeah, thank you. Um, I just maybe point out that uh, the reason why we, we even started talking about a lot of this stuff is that there's a lot of documented evidence that uh, consumers actually are willing to pay for certain attributes. Uh, probably the one that's gets the most press, although it's you know probably the, not the most important, is the organic production. Um, something that's certified USDA organic is one of those, you know, third party programs that a producer can engage in. And the consumer who goes to the, the retail store can buy USDA certified organic uh, beef, uh, pork, etc. Um, and we see kind of varying premiums for different types of products. Um, maybe we can talk a little bit about um, some of these alternative programs. Um, and why there may be there's some pressure from these larger uh, companies such as McDonald's, Wendy's, you see Panera, um, really trying to push these things down um, in order to get consumers the product that they want. Tom, how have you seen these uh, um, private industry pressure on the industry kind of change over time? And how is that different from uh, maybe federal regulation on, on certain production? It's a great point and question, and they definitely overlap between the regulations and consumer, just consumer wants and demands. But I think the, the, the biggest point maybe there is that the consumers just want to know more about their food. And, and mark, those who are marketing food, whether it's a restaurant operator or a retailer who is selling our product to consumers also want to know more because they're a conduit of that information to the consumer. And we really don't have a lot of choice in that. I mean, I, I don't think that, I don't think that it's, it's hopefully not gonna get too, uh, too overwhelming for us. It's definitely something that gets our attention as producers about what information are we gonna have to share to even be able to have access to the best markets. I think most of us would agree that what we want to do is be more proactive in providing the information. And so we kind of get ahead of it and we can maybe script some of the information that is being provided. But the, 
the real source of the issue there is that consumers simply want to know more about their food. And that's not a bad thing. We've got a good story to tell in the beef industry. We may have a few little small things to work on. And from a producer to producer standpoint, sure, there are those ways that we can improve what we're doing. But at the same time, I think it is, for the most part, it's just a matter of capturing information on our production practices, what we are doing with these animals, that they're safe, they're handled well, animal care and welfare is great in terms of how we handle them and communicating that message proactively. So it's something that we can turn around and use to our advantage to, if we're willing to jump right in and be aggressive with it. Thank you, Tom. Andrew, just in conclusion, let's say there's producers out there who want to be involved in third-party verification programs and what, would, what advice would you give them about how to go about that, um, whether they're large or small uh, operations? Yeah, do your research, uh, number one, right? Uh, talk to, uh, as Tom said on the, on the call, talk to your veterinarian, talk to your animal health provider, um, you know, do online research, talk to your breed associations. Uh, I, th I think there's, there's nearly a, every breed association has a program of, of, of some sort, whether it's a breed certification and, and then how you can expand upon those pieces. Um, do your research, understand it well, find the right partners and, uh, and, and, and go move at it slow, right? Uh, don't, don't jump in uh, head first uh, the, the first year with your calves. See what fits your program and, and build upon it and uh, find the right partner. That's, that's the biggest piece. Well, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Andrew, uh, thank for you. giving us a little recap on what was, was discussed. Uh, for people that are interested in the extended version of what myself, Tom, and Andrew shared on uh, the value-added programs that are available, how they work, and some of the tra uh, trajectories, I can go to farm.unl.edu where they can find a full recording of the webinar um, and also information for contact information for Tom, myself, and Andrew. This has been a special Nebraska Farmcast presentation of Extension Farm and Ranch Management in the Department of Agricultural Economics at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. To view or listen to more archived webinars, register for upcoming sessions, and discover more timely news, analysis, decision tools, and publications to guide your decision-making, visit farm.unl.edu.